podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Tuesday the day before Liverpool take on West Ham in the Premier League. Sorry we're a bit late today. Going to be an abrupt podcast. We're just going to go through the main Liverpool websites, see what the news is, and that'll be us for the day. So we start on This Is Anfield, where the lead piece is a prediction of the lineup for the West Ham United game. Uh, Bobby is unavailable. Naby is back in partial training, but not ready to play. And Klopp is rather positive about Ibrahima Kanate's fitness. So one suggested team here is Allison and Goal, Trent, Ibu, Virgil and Robbo as a back four. A midfield three of Harvey, Henderson and Thiago. And then Salah, Gakbo and Jota up front. Uh, another suggestion here is Allison. Trent Gomez, Van Dyke, Robertson, Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago, Salah, Darwin, and Jota. Uh, I do think there'll be a change in the midfield and a change in the front line, and I think it will be Thiago coming in for Curtis. Curtis has been our best midfielder over the last four games, even though he didn't have a great game against Forrest. Uh, he was our best midfielder against Leeds, our best midfielder against Arsenal, our best midfielder against Chelsea, I think it would be harsh to bring him out, but I, I do think that will be what happens. Um, Teflon Don will, will probably stay in the team. I think Fabinho needs to stay in the team. I wouldn't be at all surprised to see Gomez come in. If Ibu is even a slight doubt, I don't think it's worth the risk. And in attack, I think there'll be a change. I think Gakpo will drop out of the team. I don't think he was particularly good against Forrest. Um, and maybe just needs needs a game out of the team. I think Jota stays in, but I think he moves central. And I think it's either Darwin or Luis Diaz comes in on the left. Diaz would seem like the more obvious one to come in on the left, given that that's more prominently his role. But um, I would love to see Salah, Darwin and Diaz finally getting a bit of a run together. But with Jota having scored four goals in two games, I think it's likely he retains his spot. It will be interesting to see what Jürgen goes with. It's going to be a tougher game than it would have been maybe a month ago. West Ham have found some form. Paqueta has been excellent of late and is is kind of dragging the team over the line a little bit. Rice has found a small bit of form. Bowen's playing a bit better. They look more confident at the back. They've had three wins in the last five, though two of them against fairly poor teams. They did get a draw against Arsenal, which was an impressive uh, comeback. And obviously they got walloped by Newcastle. So there are they are a mixed bag and we'll wait and see what 
version of West Ham is there when Liverpool go to the London Stadium. Um, Jurgen Klopp did he, he did his press conference today, and he talked about a bunch of different things, really. Um, so we'll start with Bobby's fitness. He said this week, no, but I hope by the end of the week he'll be closer to coming back. And he talked about Jota. He said Diogo is a super smart player and can play in different positions. He's not the tallest, but he's an extreme threat in the air and good with both feet and has has the speed. He had a bad injury this season and a bad injury before that. That kept him back, nothing else. He really is an outstanding player. The usual Jürgen, um, Jürgen jargon. Uh, we still have to improve ourselves. We can't talk about consistency after winning two games, especially when you win one like the last one. The way we defend altogether must be different. Yes, we struggled with set pieces in the last game, but in all of the games we were super safe. Well, that's not really true because Bournemouth absolutely battered, or Brentford rather, battered us with set pieces. Um, he said about David Moyes, if West Ham sacked him, I would be the oldest manager in the league. So David has to stay. I think he's quite fortunate that David Moyes hasn't been sacked and he's not the oldest manager in the league. Um, sometimes you start the same lineups just because you don't have alternatives. This time was different. We had options to start differently as well. It's clear in the few sessions we had, the players had to prove themselves that they want to start again. That was the mood in training. Okay. Uh, Klopp on his forwards. It's important to us that the boys are there, not only for scoring, but also for defending. That gives you stability if you defend as a unit. On Connor Bradley, he talked about how they're in constant contact with him, uh, how he's a contender to be in the first team picture next year. I, I don't believe that to be true. He's had a really good season in League One. Let's just pump the brakes a little bit. It's League One. If there was great belief in Connor Bradley, would we have brought in Calvin Ramsey? I, I don't know that we would have. On Naby Keita, he said if everything goes well, I think he could be in partial training today. Uh, he was not in tr- team training again yesterday. On the sporting director, he said, I am not the person at the club to give a real answer on where it stands. From what I hear, it's going the right direction. I'm happy with the structure and the guy or lady we kept will be absolutely right. On Ibu, he said, we need to see how it is with him. But at the moment, I'm rather positive. Of the possible starters, I think that's it. Uh, with regards to injuries. So uh, Jürgen didn't say a whole lot. He never really does in his press conferences. John Joe Shelby apparently was left out of Nottingham Forest team or squad for the game at the weekend uh, because he had himself a tantrum after being told he wouldn't be in the starting 11. Why he thought he'd be in the starting 11, I don't know, because he's been awful since he's gone there. This is Anfield have some new footage up of the Anfield road end and it is really starting to take shape. Uh, They've been brilliant for documenting the entire process. They've had the drone up a number of times and that stand really is starting to take shape and I think come the opening day of next season it is really going to be impressive to see it on the main stand completed the way they will be. The hope obviously then is that in a couple of years, maybe the the Sir Kenny can get done. And then eventually you'd hope that the cop can get an expansion. I know there's a lot of people that say, well, you can't do it because of the houses. The club own a lot of those houses. I'm sure there's a way to work around it. 
and find a resolution with those tenants and find, you know, the possibility of buying them new homes or whatever the case may be. Um, a lot of those houses, to my knowledge, they certainly used to be empty. I don't know now if, if many of them are empty, but there certainly used to be six or seven houses on that row behind what was the centenary that were empty. Uh, but maybe now they are all occupied. Um, Tyler Morton's season is over. He has suffered an injury and it is a fractured foot. Now, he has had an up and down spell um, this season with Blackburn. It'll be interesting to see what happens next season with him. Gerald Kwanzaa was left out of the starting 11 for Bristol Rovers. Just come back from suspension, so um, I, I don't know. Barton's management has been a bit weird there. Leighton Clarkson played 90 minutes for Aberdeen against Rangers and got an assist. Luke Chambers played 90 minutes for Kilmarnock against St. Mirren. Connor Bradley played all 90 for Bolton against Shrewsbury. And Anderson Arroyo, who's at Alaves on loan, played for played 22 minutes against Leganes. Pitaluga, Yaros, Lewis and Byrne did not play. Glatzel, Vandenberg and Fidel O'Rourke are all out injured at the moment. Uh, the referee for tomorrow night's game will be Chris Kavanagh. It's the first time he's refereed us this season. He has never been great for us, like most of them. Um, he refed that game at home to Everton when they won 2-0. And he was fairly atrocious. We'll move on to Liverpool.com. Again, they're predicting the team, so we'll take a look at that. We'll take a look at this piece about Jude. We have a media digest to look at as well. Um, Joel Matip Air is about to undergo Jurgen Klopp audition. It's Naif Agard, who's really, really good, but he's always injured. And you just, you couldn't take the risk. He's always injured. Right, predicted teams then. Uh, what have they gone with? So, Alisson, Trent, Ibu, Virgil, Robertson, Thiago, Fabinho, Henderson, Jota, Gakbo, Salah. So they just got us playing the same team again. Other than bringing in Thiago. I think there needs to be at least one more change. We've got a big game at the weekend as well, so there needs to be some freshening up of the team. Jude Bellingham and Liverpool transfer claim emerges as Dortmund told to accept a $161 million clause. Liverpool was forced to concede in the race to sign Jude Bellingham amid a squad rebuild, but the England midfielder could still join in a year or two. So there's been talk that basically what may well happen is that Jude could stay at Dortmund for next year, maybe even the year after, that potentially they could put in a release clause. I think if there is going to be a release clause, though, Jude is not going to accept something that's 120, 140 million. He's going to want a release clause to be favourable to him. Otherwise, why would he sign a new deal? He could just stay another year and leave in 12 months when he only has 12 months left on his contract, at which point... They're going to have to accept somewhere in that 80 to 85 million pound range. Uh, Media Digest then. 
Um, Barcelona rejects offer to sign Roberto Firmino. There'd been some talk going around that Barca had agreed a deal, but according to Marca, that is not the case. Uh, Liverpool has two transfer priorities this summer. It's been well reported that Liverpool is likely to have a busy summer in terms of new signings. Now a report from Football Insider has claimed that the club will be prioritising bringing in players in midfield and a centre-back. Who is this journalist, though? It's Peter Rourke, so spoofer. Um, We know that that, those are the case. We know that those are the areas that need to be addressed. A centre-back who can play left-back. We could do it. We need a backup right back as well. And we need three in midfield and maybe one up front. And we probably need uh, a backup goalkeeper as well. On AnfieldIndex.com, we have five new pieces up. So let me just get these open and tell you about them. Uh, How this new system suits Liverpool's squad. This was written by Stephen Smith. And it just goes through man for man how each player fits into this potential new shape. Uh, Connor Bradley, there is a profile here on him, written by the Anfield Index News team, which is uh, just kind of an an up-to-date on where he is and how he's been doing. Uh, Ben Poscod has a piece up looking at potential loan destinations for Cuevin Callagher. I think the more likely scenario is that he leaves. Um, but Leicester would make a lot of sense. Their goalkeeping situation has been atrocious this year. Uh, he mentioned Spurs. I do think they'll look for a, a higher profile, more proven, number one. And Wolves, if Jose Sal leaves, is a, is a place that could make sense. So I could definitely see that one. Uh, Liverpool closing in on Sporting Director Choice. That was put together by the news team as well. Um, and then there is a piece by me. Um, basically looking at the possibility of a new left-back because if Jürgen does want to stick with this shape, Andy Robertson isn't exactly best suited to it. Uh, it is a bit of a, a long read, so um, it's about 2,000 words. So, you know, if you have five minutes, do check that one out. And I did suggest some players that I think would be a very good fit who are kind of centre-backs who can play left-back and would fit into this back three in possession uh, a bit better than Andy Robertson. Uh, Podcast-wise, <clears throat> there's a new Under Pressure. Uh, Dan Rhodes, Phil Barter and Dan Kennett talking about the Forest game. Myself and Carl put up a scouted yesterday where we looked at Chelsea and Spurs and some defensive options. Uh, there's a new rival recon. Roshane Thomas from The Athletic joins Harry Setti to preview the uh, West Ham game. There's a new Mulby on the spot, which I mentioned yesterday. And myself and Carl have just recorded scouted for West Ham so that will be out today Um, and that's it that's all I've got today folks so thank you as always for listening and I will see you tomorrow bye bye we hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically there's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show the best way to get in touch is over on our free discord community where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. 
It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.